Good evening, Crypt Keepers, and welcome to our annual Alternative Christmas Show, where we bring you some crazy Christmas traditions from around the world. If you haven't listened to last year's episode, Christmas on Shrooms, you definitely want to check that one out. It'll blow your mind. I was supposed to be joined tonight by everyone's favorite Yule lad, Ryan, but he's sick, and he actually, his voice sounds like he's dying, so pray for him. Merry Christmas. So real quick, I'm going to tell you what you need to know. You need to like, subscribe, follow, and share. That's the only way we'll defeat the algorithms. You can email us at crypticpodcast at gmail.com to let us know what you think. Give us some ideas for shows or send in some of your own short stories, paranormal or otherwise. You might get them read on the show. All the socials will be in the show notes. You can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash crypticpi. And you can check out all of our cool merchandise at crypticpodcaststore.com. Now, what in the wide, wide world of sports are we talking about tonight? Icelandic Christmas folklore unwrapped. Icelandic Christmas folklore brings to life mountain-dwelling characters and monsters who venture into town during the festive season. Aimed at children, these tales encourage good behavior, using a mix of mischievous pranksters and monsters to create a captivating narrative. In these stories, the characters form a peculiar family living together in a cave, Fitri, Grila, an ogress with a taste for the flesh of mischievous children whom she cooks in a large pot. Her husband, Lepaluthi, is lazy and tends to stay home in their cave. Now they've got a Yule cat. It's a massive and vicious cat lurking in snowy landscapes during Christmas, ready to devour those who haven't received new clothes before Christmas Eve. Told you some of these were strange. All right, now the fun part. The Yule Lads. The Yule Lads are the sons of Grilla and Lepaluthi, a group of 13 mischievous pranksters. They steal from or harass the population, each having a descriptive name reflecting their favorite way of causing chaos. They visit town one by one during the final 13 nights before Yule, leaving small gifts and shoes on windowsills. However, disobedient children receive a rotten potato in their shoe instead. These Christmas-related folktales emerged in the 17th century, displaying some regional and age-based variations. In modern times, these characters have taken on slightly more benevolent roles. As I said, they can be traced back to the 17th century poem of Grilla. Grilla, previously portrayed as a troll in older tales, became linked to Christmas as a menacing figure and the mother of the gigantic Yule Lads. In the late 18th century, a poem references all 13 Yule Lads with author Jon Arneson. The names and personalities of the Yule Lads were officially established in the 1932 poem Yule Lads. Very creative. Part of the popular poetry book Christmas is Coming. Grilla, the ogress witch, was first mentioned in 13th century texts. Although not explicitly connected with Christmas until the 17th century, she is described as an enormous, repulsive being. The oldest poems depict Grilla as a parasitic beggar, wandering around and asking parents to give her their disobedient children. 
Originally living in a small cottage, she later appears to be forced out of town and into a remote cave. In current times, Grilla can detect misbehaving children year-round. She emerges from the mountains during Christmas to search nearby towns for her meal. Grilla leaves her cave, hunts children, and carries them home in her giant sack, devouring them as her favorite snack, a stew of naughty kids. According to legend, there's never a shortage of food for Grilla. According to folklore, Grilla has been married three times. Her third husband, Lepaluthi, is said to live with her in their cave in the Dimimborgir lava fields alongside the big black Yule cat and their sons. Lepaluthi, known for his laziness, mostly stays at home. Grilla supposedly has dozens of children with her previous husbands, although they are rarely mentioned nowadays. The Yule Cat is a huge and vicious cat that lurks in snowy countrysides during Christmas. Described as eating people who haven't received new clothes before Christmas Eve, it serves as the house pet of Grilla and her sons. And we'll talk about the Yule Lads after a quick break. Welcome back, Crypt Keepers. Now, this is where the story gets fun. These Yule Lads remind me of yokai, which are Japanese spirits that kind of inspired Pokemon. And if you haven't heard that episode, go back. Uh, It's not too long ago, but it's a really fun episode, too. The Yule Lads, sometimes named Yuletide Lads or Yule Men, are the sons of Grilla and Lepaluthi. They're a group of 13 mischievous pranksters who steal from, or otherwise harass, the population. Each lad has a descriptive name conveying their favorite way of causing mischief. They arrive, one by one, over the final 13 nights leading up to Christmas, leaving small gifts in the shoes that children place on windowsills, as we referenced earlier. In modern times, the Yule Lads have also been depicted in a more benevolent role, comparable to Santa Claus and other related figures. They're generally portrayed wearing late medieval Icelandic clothing, but are sometimes shown in the costume traditionally worn by Santa Claus, especially at children's events. The Yule Lads make their entrance over the final 13 nights before Christmas, starting on December 12th and departing each day in the order they arrived, concluding on Christmas Day. All right, so we're going to go in order. It's not really important for you to remember what date each one comes and each one leaves, so I'm just going to leave that out. But these are the 13 canonical Yule Lads. The first one, Sheepcoat Clod. Sheepcoat Clod harasses sheep, but is impaired by his stiff peg leg. Gullyhawk hides in gullies, waiting for an opportunity to sneak into the cowshed and steal milk. Yum. Stubby, abnormally short. He steals pans to eat the crust left on them. Spoon Licker, steals and licks wooden spoons and is extremely thin due to malnutrition. Pot Scraper, steals leftovers from pots. Bowl Licker, hides under beds waiting for someone to put down their askur 
a type of bowl with a lid used instead of dishes, which he then steals. The door slammer likes to slam doors, especially during the night, waking people up. Skier gobbler has a great affinity for skier, which is yogurt, basically. Then you've got the sausage swiper. He hides in the raptors and snatches sausages that are being smoked. That sounded bad. Smoked as in cooking. Window peeper. A snoop who looks through windows in search of things to steal. Everybody's favorite, the doorway sniffer. Has an abnormally large nose and an acute sense of smell, which he uses to locate leaf bread. The meat hook. Uses a hook to steal meat. Very creative name. Candle stealer. Follows children to steal their candles, which were once made of tallow and edible. Before these 13 Yule lads gained popularity, their descriptions varied between locations. Some were said to be sons of Grila, while others were her brothers. Stories describe only nine Yule lads in some instances, each with his own characteristic prank. Most Yule lads can be classified into groups. Those who steal food, those who play tricks or harass, and those who seem to be a delusion from nature. For example, Gullyhawk hides in gullies. In the east of Iceland, there existed a folktale of a specific group of Yule lads. They didn't come from the mountains, but the ocean. One very obscure nursery rhyme mentions two female Yule pranksters who steal melted fat by either stuffing it up their noses or putting it in socks. I think I like the American traditions better than Icelandic, but the story of the Mongolian mushroom shamans is my favorite. So you can go back to listen to that episode if you're still in the Christmas mood, and you can go back and listen to the Krampus episode, which are ones we've done over the last couple years. That's all we've got for you tonight on Cryptique. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe. The socials are all in the show notes. Email us at cryptiquepodcast at gmail.com. Check out our store at crypticpodcaststore.com and you can buy us a coffee to help keep the mics hot and the lights on at buymeacoffee.com forward slash crypticpi. Merry Christmas, Crypt Keepers. Or should I say, Merry Christmas. <laughs>